Hey y'all, it's me Sam again. Welcome back to Half Decent. It's another Wednesday. It's January 18th and I got absolutely no plans today. And that's that's kind of why I'm doing this because the last few episodes have just been strictly about setting yourself up for success with a plan. The funny thing is I am approaching today without a specific plan and that itself is the plan. Now, I'll I'll kind of dive a little bit of what I mean, but this podcast episode has zero beginning or end point. I'm just going to kind of rant for a bit. And y'all y'all see why. Now, last night, like I've been talking about, I set up my plan for the day, did my agenda, my musts, my mixeds, my maybes. And the biggest overarching one of today was that I worked at noon, which is in four minutes from now. However, I was called off work. That's not anything new, but I just genuinely didn't think that was going to happen today. So I, I didn't really prepare a backup. Funny enough, I keep a list of things on my phone that are just kind of like back thoughts, if that makes any sense. Like, you know, when you're standing in the shower and you're like, oh shit, I should remember to get that at the grocery store today. Or, oh shit, I should remember to send that person an email. Or, oh, you know, you know what I mean? God knows it wouldn't be a half-decent episode if I didn't burp in it. And uh, I just did that, so, so far we're on the right track. There's some things going on in my head right now that are kind of fucking with me. But this list that I have, I'm just going to read what I have on it right now. Um, Feed turtles. Done that. Garbage outside. Kind of done that. Car wash. Could do that if it stays below zero today. Go to the bank. Need to do that. Maggie Money app. That's why I got to go to the bank. And my audition. Checked off the box. So... Out of all of these things, I can check off Feed Turtles and Audition. The rest of them are kind of in limbo. They have it. Now I got a list of things I could do today. There is no reason why I could ever say I'm bored. And that's kind of what got me thinking about this whole thing is why the words I'm bored stress me out. I don't say them. I never say them. I... I avoid them at all costs. And that's because my parents drilled into my head when I was younger that you are not allowed to be bored. And I love my parents with all my heart, but that was a terrible thing for them to do. Terrible, terrible, terrible thing for them to do. Because I learned at a a very, very, at a very young age that if I'm not A, going to school, B, getting ready to go to school, C, at school, or D, at a job, and school includes homework and whatnot, then I'm not being productive. And if I'm not being productive, then I need to be doing a list of chores for my mom around the house. And only once that entire list of things is done, then am I allowed to be bored. And even still, there could be a longer list. So, genuinely in the bottom of my heart, out of a million different reasons that I have anxiety, That, I believe, is the most significant one, is because I never learned how to be bored. I never learned that I was allowed to be bored. I never learned that your average teenage dude, which I am no longer, is 
allowed to lie in bed for an entire day and watch TV. It's not the best idea in the world, but I never learned that I was allowed to do that, so I, I didn't really do it. And when I did do it, I, my parents would think or look at me upstairs thinking, oh, he's relaxing all day. Funny enough, I would tell myself that because that's what they were telling me, but I was not relaxing all day. I was stressed out as fuck. I was lying in my bed realizing in the running a million miles a minute in my own head that my mom has a list of things I could be doing. There's a bunch of chores I could be doing. There's some homework I could probably get done. I should likely be studying this menu or oh my God, this menu. I just said that because I need to study my work menu. I could likely be studying some math. I could, whatever it is, I should have picked up a shift at work. I'm gonna get in trouble if I don't get out of bed soon. And whether I did or didn't get in trouble is irrelevant. I lied there the entire time when I was supposedly relaxing watching TV, not even paying attention to the TV show because the story going on in my head was taking up 99% of my brain power. So, here's a day right now, and I'm a 22 year old guy that I got called off work and I didn't make a plan for that. I didn't plan for that at all and it's only noon. My ass was up at six in the morning today because I was gonna go to the gym and get all the shit done. But I woke up and I, I had to finish an audition because one of my biggest dreams is to be an actor. So you know what? I wanna make it to the Olympics as well, but I, I God knows I'm gonna go to the gym every single day anyways and I could and probably will go this afternoon but I needed to get that audition done. So I did, and I submitted it. And then after that, I had about an hour and a half before I, I had time to go to the gym before knowing I was called off work. And in that hour and a half, I went and made a coffee, went and talked to my parents. And then while I was walking around the house, I was like, oh shit, I got two new tattoos yesterday. And I like he, the one thing he told me to do is not sweat on them. I can go work out and all that, but to be aware of when I start sweating. So I was like, oh shit, okay, maybe I shouldn't go to the gym this morning because I'd like to wrap them up or at least like wash one of my like gym shirts that won't rub against it as much because the ones that wouldn't are kind of dirty right now, etc., etc. You see, I'm already going in my own head just trying to tell you guys all this. Anywho, I took a step back and I was like, oh my God, okay, some shit I gotta do. I went downstairs, went to brush my teeth, went to get ready, I chugged back my coffee so fast that it made me sick and ill and lethargic. And then I was like, oh God, I don't feel like doing any of this. What did I just do to myself? And I gave myself permission to skip the gym this morning. And that's not saying I'm not gonna go later because I know I love being at the gym. I enjoy being there and that's not everybody. And I definitely used to hate it. But since I've been going every single day, I know I love it. And I know that I hold myself accountable to it because I love it. And I know that it's good for me. So I can throw that on the back burner, at least right now, because I trust myself enough to go later. Or if I don't go, I trust myself enough to be active today to not feel like I should have, you know? So there's that, that's number one. Number two, I got my audition done, that's big. That, that is big. More than even the regular work I was supposed to attend today. Whether I wanna believe it or genuinely do believe it myself, getting that audition in was much more important than even showing up to my regular job today, even if they did want me. Why? Because being an actor is my dream. Being a server is not my dream. I enjoy my job, I enjoy the people I work with, and I definitely wouldn't wanna screw anyone over 
but I'd be directly screwing myself over if I chose to go to the gym, skip my audition, and then make it to work on time. You know? So instead, I made a couple other sacrifices. I sacrificed the gym to do the audition, and then I got called off work anyways. So now I know I can go to the gym. And that's why I'm making this podcast now, because I got nowhere to be. I don't owe anyone anything. I owe myself some shit. And we're eight and a half minutes into this episode right now, and I got some ideas around me of where I could take this, but it's strange because every time I've made an episode so far, I've had at least a couple jot notes in front of me that I could base it off of, but at the moment, I don't. And here's something else. I I do have a generalized anxiety disorder diagnosis, and it's not great. I would... I would love to have a conversation with other people that live on a daily basis with generalized anxiety because it's not easy and I'm no longer on medication for it and I do have that available to me if I choose to. However, I'm not on it anymore because I've managed it via exercise, via going to work, via social events, via this podcast, via journaling, so many different ways. But the only way that I could describe generalized anxiety to anybody is like a constant alarm. And here's something that happened to me as a child that I think might relate a little bit, but it's a feeling I think everyone can relate to. My very first fire drill ever that I can remember was in kindergarten. And I remember very, very vividly not being in the class for it. I remember showing up to school that day, being told that we were going to have a fire drill, and that itself scaring me. And I don't remember the word I used back then because I really don't think it was anxious. I was literally like four, but I remember being scared all day from eight in the morning till three in the afternoon, scared. And then the fire alarm doesn't go off anyways till like the last 15 minutes of school so that way everyone can just leave afterwards. I spent all day freaking out. However, when it went off, I wasn't with my class. I was in the bathroom by myself and I can picture this like the back of my hand. There was another kid in the bathroom with me. I forget his name. If you gave me a minute, I'd probably remember it. I remember he was wearing a necklace made out of wooden colorful blocks that were really loud and I remember both of us standing at the urinals peeing and then all of a sudden this fire alarm goes off and think about a fire alarm in a school like loud fucking bling, like terrible like terrible terrifying whatever it is scary and I have a huge fear of loud noises since I was even younger than that I've been terrified of balloons. I've been obsessed with them, love balloons, but terrified of anyone else holding them around me or them being in a room with me that I don't have complete control over. So this alarm going off in the bathroom, loud, echoing, and I'm alone and I'm four years old, I melted. I remember like freaking out, like peeing all over the place screaming running back to my kindergarten classroom i remember my teacher just hugging me like just holding me telling me it is okay sam sam it's just a fire alarm and then i remember everyone making fun of me 
And then I remember going home that afternoon and telling my parents what happened, or maybe they picked me up, and they were upset with me. They were very upset with me. And I didn't know why. They told me to not do that. They told me that that was a terrible, terrible thing, that that was embarrassing, that I shouldn't do that, that I should learn how to be under better control of myself, that all of that. And then I think the next day they realized like, oh shit, he's never experienced that. So they probably gave me a hug and and, and forgave me for being upset. But at the time, I freaked the fuck out. I absolutely, like literally pissed my pants. I was so scared. And you know what? Every single time I was told that there was going to be another fire drill, if they were like, okay kids, next week at some point there was a fire drill, I would be sick to my stomach, actually scared, hard to go to bed all week because God knows I might get stuck in the bathroom again when it goes off. No, that's not okay. That's actually the worst thing that could ever possibly happen. So with that, I don't like fire alarms. I hate them. I can't stand fire alarms. I also don't like sudden loud noises. My parents will tell you this story of us at this park when I was younger. It's called Heritage Park. And me lying on the grass. We're having a picnic. Maybe I'm two or three. I can barely talk. I don't think I could even walk. And I'm just crawling around in a field on a blanket. Whatever's going on. And all of a sudden, this loud old steam train goes by and starts honking its whistle, horn, train, steam thing. You know the loud one, the... That you know sounds like a cruise ship on steroids a train like a train horn but loud and apparently i absolutely i don't remember this for the life of me but apparently i absolutely lost it like in a crazy sort of way absolutely lost my shit and i can only imagine because even right now to this day I don't know if this is true or not, but my cousin told me that she made a point of having zero balloons at her wedding in the last couple of years here when it happened because of me, because she didn't want me sitting there distracted or anxious or jittering or feeling like I need to get up and move because that's the truth. I could be sitting in the middle of the world's most intense meditation, but if the roof released a million latex balloons holy shit count me out i will ruin the entire meditation i'll ruin everyone's day over it i'll stand up and i'll stomp out i i'm doing it to protect myself and others because if you make me sit in that room with them maybe i'll get over my fear of balloons but in the process i'm probably gonna kill someone so okay actually no i probably shouldn't put that in 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 like an audio anywhere but i would probably hurt myself or others trying to escape whatever is going on inside my own body because of the balloons in the room. And there's something else to that. Like I said before, I had, and like I still like, I don't, huh, I don't hate balloons. I hate the thought of them almost about to pop. A tinfoil balloon, big fan. Water balloons, big fan. A latex balloon that I'm holding, On a string, sure, big fan. With helium in it, absolutely. Helium means it's holding itself up. It's supporting itself. No one's touching it. Pretty big fan. Me holding it by the balloon itself, not a big fan, but I'm not scared. 
Someone walking up to me holding a balloon? No, no. Holding it by the nipple? A little better. Holding it by the balloon body part itself and making that noise? Do I have anything that could make it? Maybe my plastic water bottle could. But like the... Oh no, there's no way this is gonna work. My hands are sweaty. But you know the sound. The like... On the outside of a balloon and it sounds like it's just gonna explode. Oh, my Apple Watch is telling me to breathe right now. That's funny. So, there's some fun facts about balloons and me. This podcast episode is so random. Holy shit. It's kind of fun, though. There's a little backstory on me and balloons. Love them. I don't really know why. I also know that same cousin when we were younger. She used to blow bubbles in my sister and I's face and pop her gum with, like, a loud, like like popping sound and my mom and dad would be like you need to stop that because i'm crying in the back seat so maybe it all comes from something i don't know i feel like getting over my fear of balloons isn't isn't something i've ever like needed to do let alone tried or wanted to do i know that there's been moments where like me and my friends have been at my house and we've made an effort to like blow up a balloon and make me pop it myself but i think i could tell you on one hand how many times i have purposely popped a balloon in my entire life i think i can think of one example they're like no and one of my biggest dreams is to be on this show called big brother big brother canada unfortunately a competition that has happened every single year so far has been all the house guests go in the backyard and while they're there the producers fill up the house with latex balloons and inside each balloon are like colored cards or notes or prizes and then they go inside and they try to pop as many balloons as they possibly can on their own body i i would fail there's no way i would walk into the house and the only balloons that would pop would be the ones i fall on when i fucking faint so there's that as well I was going to finish this off by doing a uh, by doing a little walkthrough of one of my favorite, favorite authors ever named Mark Manson. Mark Manson wrote The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck and a f- sequel to it called A Book About Hope, Everything is Fucked. And I think that those were the two first, I'm holding up quotation fingers, but self-help books that I ever read. And they changed my life. I remember the day I started reading them, I was like, holy shit. And it was the same week that I had effort, like, dove into therapy as well. This was back in 2020. So a couple years ago now. But, damn. I just, a few, actually, not just, a couple months ago, whenever it came out, like, the week it came out, I went to Indigo Chapters, the bookstore near me, and I got his journal, and it's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck Journal, a guided journal by Mark Manson. And this is the thing. I bought it without even opening it. I was like, this is my shit. I love it, because I loved his book. It was, it changed the way I saw myself, changed the way I did every single thing I did, every, you know, changed the way I did every single thing every single day. And then I opened it up and I got home and I was like, oh, 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 this is sweet. However, since it had been so many years since I read that book, and with all the love in the world to Mark Manson, I'm like, you know what? I don't think I need to dive into 
is many of the, I wanna say lessons, but guided journal entries that are in this book as maybe someone who is a lot newer to self-help and a lot newer to um, meditation and discovering themselves and, and, and whatnot. However, there are some fun little cool information factoids within the journal. And I'm gonna find some fun cool ones and I think that that's what I'm gonna make my next episode. I think that after I get done the things I said before, like going to the bank, sending one of my gal pals some money because we got tattoos yesterday, and whatever else I need to do today that I was reading off before and I'll go and check again, I think I'm going to make another podcast episode of doing just one of these lessons in the book. So, hope you like this episode. Hope you like me just actually talking about my anxiety and balloons all day and let me just say i absolutely love and adore my parents like they taught me how to be productive they taught me how to get shit done when i say i'm gonna get shit done and i couldn't be more grateful to that because very clearly many people were not taught how to follow through on what they say so i appreciate my parents for the things that they have taught me i appreciate them for the ways that they have taught me to work hard and for the ways that they have taught me to be and stay productive and achieve my dreams and goals. So with that in mind, thank you again for listening. Thank you for everything. Do good. Be happy. Be yourself. Be chill. Peace out. Take care. And have yourselves a half-decent day at the very least. I love you. Bye-bye.